0: Welcome to season two of No Shelf Control, the podcast of books, booze, and banter, hosted by authors or readers, because let's face it, we are all bookworms at heart.
1: This season, we are chatting about book-to-screen adaptations and trending book talk books. I am Lindsay Sparks. And I'm Lindsay Pogue. Grab a cocktail.
0: (laughs) Is that eggnog? It is. (laughs) (laughs) Kick back and enjoy the show. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
1: Cheers.
0: The, the time has begun. Yeah. Okay, so for the next six
1: months, you're going to be drinking eggnog.
0: Nah, I don't know. I didn't last quite as long last year as I did the year
1: before. <laughs> well, what can uh, I say? I know that it brings you joy. It does. So I am happy for you. <laughs> um. <sighs> welcome to season two, episode 14 of No Shelf Control, everybody. Uh, this episode... Features a popular book talk book, which is Kingdom of the Wicked by Carrie Maniscalco. And I don't know yet how LP felt about the book, but I think it might be my favorite book that we have read for the podcast. I'm like all the way a quarter into book two. (laughs) Like already. (laughs) So. Nice. I am definitely, this is like so far up my alley. It's like already has a parking spot oh nice look at (laughs) you I ordered the Barnes and Noble special editions like I am so into it holy mother I know but it's I'm it's not surprising because I was mentioning it to some of my readers and they were like oh my god I love that series so much um the only reason it's surprising is because I've had and you know exactly what series I'm talking about instances where my readers or your readers have been like Oh my god, that series is so amazing! And then we both tried it, and we were like, this is "Not amazing." <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I was happy to find um, I was actually in alignment with my readers on this one. So
0: that's great. That's fun. I like getting giddy over stuff like that. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. happen very often. So no, it's really exciting.
1: No, yeah, I'm definitely. It's a, it, It's like I've I've got the audiobook bug where it's like, okay, what can I do? to like listen to the audiobook like I need to do I need to do some laundry like what do I need to do
0: <laughs> nice so yeah I'm definitely. Yeah, that's a fun feeling I like that. yeah yeah
1: so um anyway before we get into the book um tell me what you're dr- well you already told me what you're drinking I'm well I showed you, you anyway yes I'm <laughs> drinking aged spike eggnog so mm-hmm. there you have it is this your
0: own creation Actually, this one, um, is something that a friend made, uh, actually the friend who kind of turned us on to making our own, um, yeah, this is his concoction. Uh, it's delicious. We use different, um, like alcohols. So it's like the different rums. So they taste different, you know? So it's kind of fun. But kind of it's fun. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so just sipping on it, I kind of felt I you know me, I'm not like I'm not really into chocolate, but I've kind mm. of been craving something something rich and um all day. And I don't know. And then I I remembered that I had some and I was like, you know, it is November. So It's like waiting for your favorite latte to come into like Starbucks or something. And then because it's seasonal, you know, so then (laughs) it's like, okay, I'm going to crack. I'm going to crack it open and try a little bit. So what is your favorite seasonal Starbucks latte? Oh, the one that they feel like they never have, which it's a chestnut praline latte.
1: Oh, wow. That's That's fancy pants. I don't have a seasonal one. I just really like, well. I would say my seasonal one is not actually seasonal like they have it all year anyway which is peppermint mocha I like Mm. like around the holiday season but otherwise I'm like very I'm like a weirdo but like very like I stay in my lane and so then usually I do a raspberry mocha but half half of the syrup so it's not like overwhelmingly sweet I don't know why I got and it's funny because I got started on the raspberry mochas when I was in high school (laughs)
0: Well, maybe it's more nostalgic, you know? That's all right, too. Like a comfort drink. They are delicious. um, I don't know if I've ever had the raspberry mocha one before, Mm -hmm. but um, I don't actually go to Starbucks a lot. So I feel uh, definitely uh, November and December and a little bit into January, but they usually run out by then. um, I get excited because if I I get to treat myself to a coffee, I'll go out of my way to go there specifically because I know they'll have or... Should have the, you know, my little latte that yeah. I
1: like. So, limited time only, folks. Mm. That's how they get you. I wonder if they have lavender.
0: They don't. I've asked.
1: I wonder why not.
0: I don't know. But I've gotten, that's, I think that's why I go to the other places that I mm-hmm. go to because, you know, I really like my lavender yeah. lattes. So,
1: I know. It um, sounds so
0: delicious. I have two places in Napa that do it now. So mm. I get all excited, but it is Napa. So,
1: yeah. There's a lot of lavender there, too. Yeah. So. But anyway. I digress. This is not a coffee show. No. Although sometimes my life feels like one. What are you working on right now? <laughs> sometimes my life like one <laughs>
0: um I am well I just had the sea of storms release yesterday and yay
1: that's right I saw all your posts no so Tuesday
0: excited oh my God time's going by so fast I know I yeah don't even know so um this week's been a little bit crazy and I know we're going up for some stuff on our end eee! um so we're just really I feel like I'm wrapping up a lot of projects and gearing up to start projects and i'm not just talking writing projects Mm -hmm. i mean i do have some writing projects but um really it's just yeah i just feel like there's a lot of create more creative stuff going on right now yeah so but yeah so sea of storms is out that feels really good um and yeah i don't know i just i don't know i'm just tired (laughs) It's tired and I'm busy, and that's me. How about you?
1: Um, what am I working on? I am in the middle of the Darkness Between the Stars manuscript. Um, this is my like one, as you know, but maybe readers don't. This is my one series that has multiple POVs that I write. I don't know why I decided to get wacky in the like echo world, but um, like in the echo trilogy. It was, Kat, it was Lex and Cat, and then Cat was just Cat, but every once in a while there was another POV randomly thrown in, like if Cat died, because she died like five times. I was going to say, that's a hilarious way to put it. If Cat died. And I needed someone's perspective. <laughs> mm. So, you know, she has a very tenuous grip on life. <laughs> so, anyway. And then Cat and Lex, from the previous series, also show up as POVs in... The first book of this series, but it's actually looking like the other non-Tarset POVs for book two are going to be, um, there's going to be some Nick. He was also had a chapter in the first book. There's going to be a new perspective, which I'm really excited about because her perspective is actually... I'm, in, I'm kind of doing what I did with the Echo Trilogy where I brought in Cat's perspective and then the next series was Cat's series. So I'm bringing in a new perspective that we haven't heard from yet. Because um, she's going to get a series. And then her series is the next series. And so.
0: let's be clear, everybody.
1: She said she, so there's already a clue. <laughs> so, I mean, and then when you see who is the other point of view, you'll know. But I've been planning this one for a little while and the pairing I am so excited about. It's, I did... uh uh, alternate point of view story for one of my Patreon stories a few months ago from this perspective. So there's another clue. Um, and I think it's one of my favorite Patreon stories that I've written. And it's like very, it's definitely like the most extreme and darkest <laughs> one. Like it, when Mandy read it, she was like, whoa, I didn't expect it to go that far. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sorry. But it did. That's fun. <laughs> so yeah um anyway so I'm working on darkness between stars I'm only writing Tarsat's POV right now so I have other POVs where I have like some chapters planned but I'm just kind of like outlining those and moving on or else I'll lose my momentum um and then like there's I feel like I have a thousand irons in the fire of like different things that are in beginning stages or like we have some projects that are coming up that are related to projects that exist, but are like not quite at the point where we can actually announce it. I don't know. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> I totally 100%.
0: That's why I'm like, I'm not even going to try and explain yeah. what I'm doing right now. I'm just moving on. I'm done.
1: Yeah, I know. Like, and I have, I have all these super thing, secret projects I can't talk I about. Know. I have other things where I'm talking to other artists or, you know, people where I don't actually have a contract yet, so I don't want to announce it. But it's like things that relate to special editions or things that relate to future. But like I have... I just got on the like uh, schedule for who's like the person who's my dream cover designer for um, a lot of things, but specifically for the last vampire queen, when I pull that story out of serialization and put it into actual books and I'm really excited. She is amazing and extremely expensive, but I'm like, that's okay. I'm trying something new with this one and I think it'll be really fun. So um, yeah. And like, I think that series is going to be the first one that I'm going to release, like a special edition hardcover when I release it for the first time. So it'll be perfect to have this fancy pants cover designer because nice. I'll have a special edition hardcover to, that matches all of the branding already. So I think that'll be really fun to do. Yeah. So it's just like a lot. I feel like my brain is leaking <laughs> It's just like leaking ideas. And then they are just gone forever. <laughs> so, I'm really glad that email exists because I can be like, oh, I need to go back and see like what I even talked about.
0: I email myself notes even yeah. because, yeah, yeah totally I've, it.
1: I've started ha- like having to use my notes app on my phone, which I never used to use. But I'm just like, oh, my God, like this idea is going to disappear. I need to like get it down. Yeah. So, anyway a lot is the answer what am i working yeah. on a lot so yeah um yeah. yeah what are you reading
0: um okay so i actually started reading um i kind of wanted a palate cleanser because i know we're going in so we just got done with this um this fantasy uh book that we just listened to and then um we're going into persuasion. So I wanted to just mm-hmm. do something kind of quirky and quick and fun. Uh, and I have something darker that I have to listen to for um, book club. So anyway, I started listening to Lucy scores, uh <laughs> rock bottom girl, and it's so funny. So I'm loving, it. I'm so glad that I picked it. Um, anyway, it's just really fun. So if any, I feel like I've read a handful of Lucy scores books and I'm, I enjoy most of them. There's um, some that I think are better than others, but this is probably my top favorite so far and she has really long books they're like 12 or 13 hours for a romance book i feel like is really long so mm. um it's nice uh fun narration and oh and guess who's the um natalie duke is the female oh, really? narrator yeah that's and it's fun. so funny i know it's so funny because uh for listeners she did the ending series for us, like when mm-hmm. she was just starting out so it's yeah. really cool to see her doing like really big author names um and uh, she it's so funny to hear her voice, too, about how like just how much she's grown and changed. Mm-hmm. And anyway, it's just really cool. So she's in, she's fits the character perfectly. So it's fun. That's fun. Really like sarcastic and sassy. And I don't know. she's really good. So, yeah, uh, I thought you might think that was cute. That but is. Anyway, so that's what I'm listening to. I don't have uh, like a paper, any, anything on paper that I'm for my eyeballs right now. But mm. how about you?
1: Nope. Um, I mean, it's unusual that I'm going to continue with uh, King- the Kingdom of the Wicked series. So the second book is Kingdom of the Cursed while I'm also rough drafting. So that's that's the only one that I'm reading other than I am beta reading for you. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, no, that that is unusual for you. I know, so but the... it's
1: yeah, it's called addiction. It is an addiction. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm excited. And it's like. As I'm sure we'll talk about, like, it's very unfulf- The first book is very unfulfilling. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, I was like, oh God, this has to happen. Come on, guys, get together. So um, I'm definitely sensing, I know I read that book one feels very YA, book two gets pretty steamy, and book three, Mandy, the way, way to- Mandy described book three, she was like, Oh, it's between like one of the later uh, Sarah J. Mass, uh, Court of Thorns and Roses books and KF uh, K. Breen. And I was like, all right, <laughs> we're going to go there then. Nice. So it's going to get explicit, <laughs> is, is what she's saying. So, like, all Yeah, right.
0: that was one of the issues that I had with the book was the, because it was supposed to be like, Steamy? really. Yeah. And then I was like, this is the most tame. Mm -hmm. romance book i've there is actually no there's like there's like a kiss
1: yeah so yeah no it's already getting more steamy and yeah so i'm excited i'm excited to see the progression of their relationship and how that's going to get all figured out so um but try not to talk about that book yet even though that's 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 what i'm reading so um i don't have anything else to say (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> short and sweet. That works. Yeah.
1: Um, I will say we have, so by the time that this episode comes out, there will have been a cover cover reveal for the Raven Queen. Mm-hmm. But we're doing it as of recording. We're doing it tomorrow. Um, so listeners can check that out. Uh, I will put a link to the cover reveal page and people can go and see it. It's up Perfect. for pre-order and everything and You can see World After and the Raven Queen next to each other, which is fun. I'm so excited for when we reveal, I know we're not doing it yet, but for when we reveal um, the new ending series covers that are also like, I feel like they did a really good job with making them look like they go together, but also keeping the, because the genres are so different. (laughs) It it worked out well. And LP Mm -hmm. has been working on the interiors updating the interiors for the ending series and they look really pretty. So, and, and it's all going to be like very cohesive. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. Yeah. It'll be nice to have everything Mm -hmm.
0: very branded very well. Yeah. I think these are my favorite covers that they've probably that they've done. I really like them a lot. They're really series. The ending
1: series ones are really, really cool. I feel like because the, the ending series has always been like a kind of an oddball genre with our like, post-apocalyptic but also like a little bit fantasy with the superpowers and we just mm-hmm. decided to like ma- we're just mashups from the beginning yeah. so i don't i mean i've we always leaned much farther into like the post-apocalyptic side of things for the covers and i feel like the new covers really like give a little bit of that like oh and romance it's definitely like po- post-apocalyptic romance but it's like right. science fantasy but anyway i feel like finally the covers that we have are more than just post-apocalyptic. Like they show that these are a little bit different from some of the other stuff that's out there. So, yeah. Yeah. A little bit late in their life to do that, but (laughs) that's okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That is what it is, man.
1: Yeah. So, but yeah, um, I think that's the only announcement thing. I feel like we'll have an, an, an announcement next episode, but probably, you know, yeah it's like i don't even want to open my mouth because i'm like i'm gonna screw something
0: up so i'm like i don't know <laughs> um, Anyway,
1: yeah so um all right i'm gonna read the description for kingdom of the wicked that's the boy um, uh i will just say this is also a fun so the books that are really popular on book talk and all are tend to also be really popular on instagram and when books are really popular on instagram that means that they get a bunch of uh like the artist's creating fan art for them which is really fun so definitely Mm -hmm. um if you're curious check out kingdom of the wicked like the hashtag and you can see a bunch of fun fan art um on instagram or i'm sure on tiktok too but i still haven't crossed that hurdle so recross that hurdle still working on it working up the nerve it's just a lot Mm -hmm. um okay two sisters one brutal murder a quest for vengeance that will unleash hell itself Side note, I always find it interesting to read the blurbs after we've read the books because I feel like I don't usually read other people's blurbs, other books blurbs after I've read the books. And it's just interesting. Because then you can really reflect on how much yeah. it is the story. Yeah. yeah. And like, or oh, isn't. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, two sisters, one brutal murder, a quest for vengeance that will unleash hell itself and an intoxicating romance. To which I say, is it really in book one? Is it? That's, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Amelia (laughs) Amelia and her twin sister, Vittoria, are stray Or stray, I can't remember how they say it. Stray Whatever. Witches who live secretly among humans, avoiding notice and persecution. One night, Vittoria. I'm a vampire. Misses dinner service at the family's renowned Sicilian restaurant. Amelia soon finds the body of her beloved twin, desecrated beyond belief. Devastated, Amelia sets out to find her sister's killer and to seek vengeance at any cost, even if it means using dark magic that's been long forbidden. Then Amelia meets Wrath, one of the wicked princes of hell she has been warned against in tales since she was a child. Wrath claims to be on Amelia's side, tasked by his master with solving the series of women's murders on the island. But when it comes to the wicked, nothing is as it seems. (laughs) yeah well so I
0: think we can we both listened to the audiobook right yes we did
1: so yeah what format did you read audiobook um what did you think of the narration I thought the narration was pretty good I think I,
0: I think I'm not really a fan of, like, all the background music and all mm. the theatrics, though. I feel mm-hmm. like there was a couple of points when I was, like, really straining to hear what she was saying over the music. And mm-hmm. I was like,
1: okay, it's really distracting me. Yeah. I don't feel um, like I need the music either. Yeah. But, I mean,
0: I think, I mean, she it was fun the way she did it. Mm-hmm. Um, her fun little accents. And that mm-hmm. was okay.
1: I thought it was, uh, I really liked her voice and her narration. I thought she sounded exactly like Rachel Weiss, which was, like would throw me out a little bit. I was like, whoa. And I kept like looking to make sure it wasn't really her. Um, But like Rachel Weiss, who I love because she's in the mummy 1999. And um, that's like every once in a while, I was like, Oh my gosh, it's her.
0: That's so funny. (laughs) So anyway. Yeah.
1: No, she did a good job. Yeah. I thought she did a really good job, but I did think it was an interesting choice. So, I mean, it's always interesting. And I feel like we've both had, Oh my gosh. was, thong of scarabs and fallen stars figuring out how to do accents for that one was extremely difficult um because it's in ancient egypt like the whole time and i just went i just went with something that was familiar to people, to most people which was different types of british accents which can like i don't know yeah no i get
0: it i totally get it i have the same thing with
1: i know i know that you were also having that yeah. yeah and this was interesting because they're in italy but amelia's inner voice is british but then other people's voices have italian accents Mm -hmm. amelia's sounds british well i think it's just the narrator's accent um and then rath didn't he was like british accent right but then some of the Mm -hmm. other were had like italian accents I don't know. It was interesting. I was there like, were, a is... there sure. were a lot of Italian accents. There were a lot. I mean, they were in Italy. So that yeah. makes sense. But it was just interesting. It was just interesting the way that that played out. I was like, this is, I mean, it's always difficult. It's always difficult to figure out how to do that. Like if it's set somewhere else and they're like technically yeah. speaking a different language. But then if they're speaking Italian, they wouldn't have an Italian accent. Because they're speaking Italian, you know, like Okay, and yeah, and then
0: now you're just yeah. Well, and that's the whole point of like if you're t- if you have like Vikings and British people talking, really they're just should be talking normal because they don't have accents to themselves. But then yeah. you have to dis- yeah, I totally, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like a, a whole it's a rabbit hole. It's a rabbit hole.
1: Yeah. So anyway, that was something that I was paying attention to. Just couldn't help it. So um, okay, so what uh getting into the story. Uh, What did you think of Wrath? I thought (laughs) Wrath... Oh, maybe I didn't think... Wait, 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 wait. pause, back up. Before we get into... I didn't even include this in my questions for you. What did you think of the book? Yeah, I was just
0: going to say, we should back up for a second. So I... I I enjoyed it. But I definitely... Like you were saying that it felt very unsatisfying. And that's Mm kind of how I felt. In fact, I've kind of felt that through the whole book. Not because... I mean... I think for me, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I really liked a lot of things about it, which we'll talk about later, Mm -hmm. because I know that's one of your questions. Mm -hmm. But I think for me, it was hard because there were just very specific things that were talked about. And there were so many and there were other things that were very much brushed over. So then it was like her sister is mutilated on a shrine or an altar in the monastery and there's nothing really ever said about that and nothing's ever really done about it and like i had to go back and listen to it i was like did they seriously just move on from that like nobody's gonna question anybody at the moment like nobody's like i don't there's know there's not
1: an investigation there's nothing there's absolutely but nothing like they don't they never really said like when this was did they other than it was like shoot they were it was a time when they wear long dresses <laughs> Well, they have a restaurant. They have a restaurant, but it definitely felt like not modern times.
0: Yeah, I guess you're right, because I kept
1: thinking, why is she wearing so many damn dresses? And corsets. She has corsets. Um, Oh, she did, yeah. They didn't have any, like, there was no phones, but there was never a statement of, like, when it was.
0: There was just so, there was just so many things. Like, I remember... I remember like they barely barely even mentioned her parents and all of a sudden they were in a random scene and then they were gone again and then you never mm-hmm. like heard from them or saw them and they were barely referenced and there's just so many things that are just barely touched on and then like there was a lot of jarring things I think for me yeah that's why I was telling you I had to go back and kind of start over so I'm like, did I miss a bunch of things because I was like so after she finds her sister and then it fast forward like a month but then I was like did nobody think it was weird that she was not even just like laying somewhere randomly dead in a monastery she was like literally on an altar and her heart was torn out or carved out or whatever and we're just moving on from that
1: and nobody was like it's
0: someone at the monastery yeah i'm like come on okay so Yeah. So there was just some weird things to me that just it didn't, I don't, I couldn't tell if they were plot holes or if I was missing things throughout the story. So I yeah. think for me, that was something that kind of like was distracting. It didn't make it a bad story, but it, it, it was very distracting for me. Um, but I mean, yeah, I think for me, really, it was just... It was lackluster, I think, because the world building was cool, but then I didn't feel invested in anything. And she's kind of annoying, to be honest. So, Amelia. okay. Yeah. So we can, <laughs> we can move on. What did I think about Wrath is what you were going to ask.
1: What did you think about Wrath? Wrath. Okay. So let, let's introduce him for our listeners. Wrath is, okay. Maybe I should like give a setting for this. So it's like some, some like pre modern time in, on an island that I can't remember the name of in Italy. Yeah, we clearly it's like a very know, know. romantic setting it's like very like you want to go vacation there there's a lot of food it sounds delicious i was just constantly hungry and wine and cannoli <laughs> i mean there's a lot of eating There's um, a lot of eating yeah and like clothes it was just it was a very pretty like kind of decadent um setting and description and stuff uh okay and so like that just like the blurb said her sister's murdered and she's a witch and she kind of goes into the dark side of talking to wrath who she finds standing over her sister's body and like making deals with him and stuff like that mm-hmm. so um wrath then is like a super hunky prince of hell and what did you think of him <laughs> i thought it was
0: really cool i um he definitely has a lot of patience uh it, i don't for him being wrath i feel like the he wasn't very scary like if you think about like or angry i guess it didn't mm-hmm. come across to me as much because like i think about like her scene with lust okay that was very you could feel that like mm-hmm. you did you were there like she was being like kind of hypnotized and really she was like her sexuality was like alive and all the. when she's around him i don't feel like he embodies wrath i guess is yeah. Whereas like when she was like around lust or whatever. So I, I don't know. Um I do I I do enjoy his character. I did enjoy it. Um I definitely um wanted more with I wanted I liked him enough and I wanted more, you know. So mm-hmm. definitely. Um I mean he can buy me clothes and whenever he wants and you know put put blankets over me while I'm sleeping and yeah
1: whatever. Save your life. You know? <laughs> Save my <laughs> life.
0: Put me in a bat he put bath? her in a bath, right? Or yeah, yeah, she woke up, yeah, and she was like, oh, I'll make him, yeah, he saved her life. And he's like, licks her skin. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll lick him back. I wouldn't put turn up my nose at that.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. If we did sounders, I feel like that would need to be one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um I lick him. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Rath. I thought yeah. he was an excellent. Uh love interest character. Um I have a theory about him. So like I know you had texted me when I said I was already starting book two, and you're like, good, you can tell me like WTF. what his deal was. Yeah. yeah. Why well, he was like, okay, now you can like go marry my brother. Um my thought is, and I don't know this yet, but my thought is that he is the devil. He's not wrath, and he's the one who she's betrothed to.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Actually, I actually have a question because the grandma, I think it was her grandma that told her that the No the Yeah, yeah. The, and it's funny because you you were like, oh, it's very like like a vampire, but that's how they talk and the, mm-hmm. it's like it's very like Transylvanian almost <laughs> kind of how they talk the, and <laughs> how her accents are in the book. Uh, no, no. Um,
1: but I kept
0: like it didn't make sense to me. So maybe you can explain this. Maybe I missed something again. Um so i thought that her grandma had told her like those the um the tattoos on her body from that wrath put on there was like a or maybe it was a different anyway oh the the licking spot they were bound to the point where he would always have to come when she summoned Mm -hmm. him even without having his you know dagger or whatever um and so then she tries, right? And then he doesn't come, and she's like, "Oh my God, is he dead? Is something wrong with him?" You know. But whatever. that's what
1: I'm saying. I don't think he's
0: wrath. Okay, because I was going to say because then he shows up, and he should have come when she was being when
1: yeah, he, she was she summoned. Yeah, because she summoned wrath, and I don't think he's wrath. I think he's the king of hell, the devil. And I don't know why she just assumes it's pride. I don't feel like anybody ever said, maybe her, maybe Nona told her pride was the king of hell or for some reason she just like is believed. Maybe I missed that part, but she thinks that pride is the king of hell. I kept wondering that too. I was like,
0: so how come pride is sudden? Like, why, why is it pride? Why
1: is he? I don't know. So I don't think, I'm not sure if, if wrath is actually wrath, like if, if that's his house is wrath or if the prince of the house of wrath is the king of hell, I think he's the devil. Okay. So for listeners, you can obviously tell, we don't really know what's going on in this story. <laughs> I know, but I I am feeling promise. I f- It feels promising to me because she keeps in book two spoilers. Cause I feel like you're not going to read it. Um, in book two, she keeps saying, and like I said, I'm like a, maybe a quarter of the way, maybe not quite a quarter of the way in. She keeps saying like, you're like take me you're taking me to my betrothed or whatever and he just kind of like doesn't respond Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm like okay she's like he it's just feeling very I'm like everything that happened nothing that none of their interactions is making me think that I'm wrong and all of their interactions are making me think that I'm right well that would be really cool if he was yeah
0: I mean, he's not it's cool, but he's got to have a reason. I mean, there has to be a reason for him to just be nonchalant about. Yeah.
1: And I definitely think that he does. My second part, my question, the second part of this question was, do you think he has feelings? For yeah, I, like, I, yeah I, I definitely think he, do. think he has feelings. I him. think he does, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, at least the way the, the narrator portrayed him, he was very offended whenever she tried to question his loyalty to her. So yeah. I definitely feel like I definitely feel as if he does have feelings for her.
1: Yeah, and there was that whole scene that she doesn't really remember, but the, like, whole, when she was injured by the demons and he took her into the bathtub for healing her or whatever, or however, and he was like, you'll, like, hate me later, just survive or something like that. Like, yeah. it definitely seems like he cares about her beyond her, like, becoming his, or breaking the curse for whatever, right. in whatever way that she's supposed to do that, whether as his bride or as someone else's yeah so
0: but yeah. It,
1: yeah definitely yeah i'm feeling like i mean i know i know for a fact that that is the coupling him and amelia so there's not like someone else who she's gonna go be with so
0: i would be very surprised if there was for sure yeah because they definitely i mean at this point you're rooting for wrath so yeah that would be a really that would be a big reader upset if- yeah it was like pride it really was pride that she was but
1: as tahara Mafi has proven and like every yeah. sarah j mass series like tides change yeah yeah but man i still think like tahara Mafi did that like so well in the shatter me series like everyone loves adam and then all of a sudden yeah like
0: yeah she know. pulled one over on me too um yeah
1: i know it yeah mm-hmm. Um, okay. So what did you think of Amelia? I know you think she's annoying.
0: Well, no, it's hard because I do, I do like a lot of things about her, but I think like it was so hard because I think it was honestly the writing maybe that was hard for me. I didn't feel an actual, much of an attachment to anybody. Um, so maybe that's what it was so it was easy for me to just judge amelia for her actions and be like oh she's going to do something reckless again just Mm, because he told her not to like over (laughs) and over and over again um but i think it's because i didn't feel her there was a lot of there wasn't a lot of feeling there was a lot of talk like there's a lot of telling but not a lot of showing i feel like in this series so that were in this book so that like, I didn't feel how much she even cared or missed about her sister really until she breaks down near the end of the book. Like that was the first time when I felt any sort of emotion from her. So I think for me, being able to feel more and be able to relate and or understand her more would have made, would have kind of, been easier to accept some of her recklessness if that makes sense because she feels desperate or whatever and i didn't get any sense that she like i just didn't have any emotional connection to her so um yeah that's why i actually really liked that scene when she finally just broke down i was like it's about time i mean how many months has it been and yeah you've just been summoning tons of demons and your friends are dying and going crazy and like yeah i don't know Yeah. So I didn't like hate or anything, but I I kept finding myself getting frustrated with her. And I was like, God, Wrath has, for being a man with a lot of rage, supposedly, he really, he really handles a lot with this
1: woman. Yeah. (laughs) I do think her, I do think her, like, her recklessness, the impression that I got was that her recklessness was out of character. And that that was her reaction to her sister dying was the recklessness. Like, usually she was like very cautious. Yeah, she did and... She
0: did keep saying that she her, her sister was the reckless one and she was more of mm-hmm. the yeah. like the
1: rule follower, the like, yeah. yeah. So I think maybe that was also her reaction, like her yeah. breakdown. There was a different kind of breakdown. I don't know. That was the way that I understood her.
0: No, I mean, that makes sense. That
1: makes um. Sense. Yeah, but she definitely had like a very like well so she's dealing with this situation where she's like kind of been deceived her whole life about like the truth of like the witch's world and the the demon princes and stuff like what she's been told not not only about like the demon princes but about who she is and like yeah. her sister and this prophecy about the, her you don't even know until the end of the book pretty much yeah and so it's like do you think like, it's
0: strange that her parents aren't really in this at all and have like nothing to do with any of this stuff?
1: Yeah, I don't know. They were like felt like very minor. Well, minor I know, but that's like, why it's kind of strange because I'm just like, if she do
0: they not know, did they not know any of this about her? Because where why do they not why are they not worried or why are they I don't know. It was just again, there was just certain things I was just like, then the parents were all of a sudden there, and I was like, Oh my god, I forgot she even had parents because they're yeah. never talked about and then they're gone again. And then you yeah.
1: And then there there was this one kind of funny scene where so after she has the mark from wrath on her arm, which is like apparently like a very faint silvery or I don't know, it's not like a dark tattoo. It's like but, a yeah, it's
0: like a tattoo, but it's not, yeah, it's it's, it's like not like almost, a glaring, yeah, like yeah. But
1: she's talking about how hot it is and she can't wear sleeves because it's so hot and she would like overheat or something. And I'm like Dude, if you have a marking that shows that you are, like, tied to one of the demon princes who you've been warned against your whole life, that's supposed to be, like, the worst thing that you could ever possibly do ever, you're not going to, like, call in sick? Or, (laughs) I mean, you're just going to go there where your Nona might see you (laughs) with your, like, demon tattoo? (laughs) Yeah. Totally uncovered? Really? (laughs) And she's like, I'll just angle my arm away. (laughs) maybe they won't notice <laughs> I like that's silly <laughs> uh, I yeah. know. um anyway okay so what that's did funny. you think of the world and the world building
0: i thought it was really cool i liked uh the the like the dark magic versus like what she is born and raised, or how she's raised um I really enjoyed the lore part of it and I really liked the the beginning of some chapters I don't think it was Mm -hmm. all of them but when they they read out of the um the it's it's her family's book right it might maybe it is I think you're right I think it's her like her family's what do they call it um those are the grimoire grimoire yeah um I like I really liked that little aspect I thought that was really fun it it kind of gave some some insight that was more like third person, which was really nice to kind of know more about the world that you you know even Amelia didn't know or whatever yeah, so um that was really cool and um just overall, I mean it was really neat, like I would really I'd love to watch it as a movie and like be mm-hmm. a, be in the streets and the creepy monastery and even though <sighs> People are dying there, and nobody seems to care. But you know, whatever. she's still delivering food. Yep, <laughs> where her um, sister was
1: brutally murdered.
0: Yep. Um, but it just in general, I thought it was really cool. I really, and I love the way that um the author kind of weaved in the seven deadly sins or whatever. So mm-hmm. it was really cool. It was, which is really interesting because I was thinking about the day we didn't meet all of them. So
1: we're it'll be interesting to see. How I don't know if I even know what else, like off the top of my head. So well, obviously we have wrath, we have lust, we have pride, sloth. greed, is yeah. it sloth one? Now uh, I'm gluttony. thinking of the movie 7. Uh gluttony.
0: Gluttony was one, I think. I
1: gluttony might be wrong. was definitely one Maybe in it's the movie. Sloth. sloth. Yeah. And gluttony, pride. Okay. Wrath, greed. Yeah, I tell you right now. Pride, gluttony. lust, sloth, gluttony.
0: Something else? Okay, so
1: it's. I just want the list because we only met lust, well, wrath, it's... yeah. Pride, so we we, pride. we met all of them except for
0: sloth and gluttony. So what it's envy, pride, envy. Yeah, we
1: we met we met mm-hmm. envy though. Right? Yeah, so mm-hmm. envy,
0: pride, wrath, sloth, greed, gluttony, and lust.
1: Yeah, so we didn't meet pride. Pride is the one she's supposedly betrothed to, but oh, I, guess I we didn't meet. I guess we didn't. I don't eat. believe that.
0: But we met like his, his like henchman, right? We've met his, I think we met some people who worked for him. No, I don't know if we did. Oh, I thought we might have. Anyway, so definitely Lust. That was one of my favorite scenes. I thought it was really, the way that, that was, was really, really cool. Fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, suddenly there's a bonfire. What's going on? Like- I know. <laughs> I think that yeah, because like it made her, it was messing with her head. So it just she was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, bonfire, woo!" Mm-hmm.
0: Love that scene. Yeah. Um. So lust, yeah. So so lust, we saw gluttony. We didn't greed. We did at the casino or the gambling den, right? Yeah. And then sloth. We haven't seen wrath. Obviously, I'm curious we- to see
1: how she does gluttony and sloth because those are like not super sexy sins <laughs> yeah i'm curious to see how that and because the demon princes are supposed to be like so enticing you know yeah
0: i could see gluttony like some sort of like uh greek mythology sort of god like, Bacus, with all this like gorgeous this just like this buffet of gorgeous food all over him and like women just like feeding him grapes or some crap like that you know
1: yeah
0: i don't know I don't Let's know, see. I'll Let's let you know. a minute, anyway, sorry, we got lost on
1: a little rabbit hole there, but yeah,
0: so I I'm, do think the,
1: wor- the world was really just it's just a really pretty world,
0: yeah, it's really neat, and then they weave in a lot of you know other creatures, uh like vampires and mm-hmm. you know not just
1: uh like demons, and, and there's shape shifters mm-hmm. um or werewolves, I guess they were like kind of called yeah um. Yeah, so I feel like there's and a lot hunters, more. hunters, demon hunters. Yes, witch hunters. Witch hunters. So yeah. I feel like there's a lot more to explore, even though in book two, at least the whole time that I have been in it, we've been in hell, so. Yeah. Um, and, so uh, even and that, that has been very interesting also. That's been fun. Yeah. Um, so
0: yeah, I think overall it's really cool. And I, you know how I'm a sucker for weaving in like the seven deadly sins and yeah. the horsemen and the, you know, all that. Like, that's so cool. I love mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, very cool ro- world building for sure.
1: Yeah, I also really like, I mean, I know that it's super popular right now. Fae, the Fae has, like, been super popular. But I just love that there's a popular fantasy romance book that doesn't have any Fae. I know, you know I'm on the same boat. I'm not a huge fan of the Fae. Yeah. There were there were no no pointy ears anywhere to be seen. <laughs> That's funny. So (sighs) that made me really happy. Yeah. Um. Okay. What were your favorite things about this book?
0: Uh. Well, like I said, I really did like the world building. I really liked the introduction of the seven deadly sins Mm -hmm. and changing them into the wicked. You know, the the princes of hell. Actually, Mm -hmm. I really thought that was really neat. Um. I like witchy things, which I feel like I forget until I read witchy stories. And then I'm like, I really kind of want to write one one day. I Mm, love witchy stories. stories. So I really liked that. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Um, I totally, it makes so much sense now that you point out like the era was not like a modern era. I (laughs) never really got that because they were always cooking and
1: they were always, they had a restaurant. And and in, in my head, it would just...
0: I know, yeah, so it now didn't,
1: there were certain things about Amelia and the relationships with people that didn't feel like old timey. Um, but then, especially at the beginning of book two, she's talking about like the restrictions on women and how men are encouraged to like live and love and stuff. and then but women are expected to be like virginal. I was like, okay, now this is more fitting with like a historical yeah. time period versus yeah modern. so times. that's really,
0: yeah. But um, I think now I have a more of appreciation with all the – I kept seeing what – she's like, I'm going to wear something that will help – I'm going to wear a dress that I can run away in. And I'm like, know, like, really, are you girl? wearing a dress? You're going to wear a dress that you're going to run away in? Wow, that is not the choice I would make. But it makes sense now if she doesn't really have a lot of options. Because yeah. she did – every time she went into her class, she goes, oh, new dresses for Marath. I'm like, God, what's with them in dresses? It's making sense now. <laughs> <laughs> and there were no cars. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I, but again, though, she, I mean, she walks everywhere. Yeah, I guess I just, yeah. And there's a monastery, like, I don't know. I guess there's still monastery, so it doesn't really matter, but. <laughs> How did they refer to the police and investigators?
1: I don't know. I do think that there was a mention of police, to which I don't think that, <clears throat> like, there were police. I mean, yeah, I, I, did, know. I know I've looked this up before for different stories, like when police actually come into, like, the coppers yeah like when there were police police a police force like started yeah. um so i don't know they might have said an investigators or uh, uh inspectors
0: maybe i can't maybe remember inspectors what
1: would make yeah. more sense you know like
0: i don't know if she called them police man this girl's just messing with my head because yeah
1: <laughs> at this point i don't know um okay uh is there anything beyond what you've already said that you didn't like about the book? Well, was there what did you answer the question? What are the things your favorite things about? Oh, oh, sorry. No, it's okay. I just so- <laughs> um I loved Well, I feel like I've have gushed about the setting. I think it's just so pretty. I loved Rath's character. Wrath is like he's like my he's like a bat, he's like a bad guy, but he's like does good things. And in book two, mm-hmm. his his like little like number one guy I can't remember what his name is but he shows up again in book two um and he talks about how he's telling Amelia that like with with wrath actions are everything actions speak way louder than any words and so I think that's why it's been so upsetting for wrath that she is listening to his brother and the things that that they've been telling her or his brothers and things that they've been telling her about wrath and letting that sway her view of him versus like the stuff that he has done like to save yeah, he's her life shown
0: her. Yeah. Yeah. And so I his think action. that that's,
1: I think his character is well done. And I do like, I really like him as like the, he, in her mind, he's like a bad guy, but he is like, does good things. I don't know.
0: Yeah. No, I a hundred percent. I totally see that too. Like every time she gets mad at him, like you're just gonna go against what he says, and he's gonna save your life again. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like when he was like, Don't go like, outside, and then she or, immediately goes outside. Or
1: like there's a I think you should be more worried about this demon that's right behind you. Don't run. She immediately hey, she runs. runs. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my god. It's funny. Oh. And
1: then he like explodes it with
0: his demon sword. That's what they're calling it these
1: days. It is, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. But like I, uh, like I just want, and I, I really. So I was like, oh, I was really bummed that there was no no real steam in this book, but there was a lot of anticipation and like build up, um, and so I, as much as I'm gonna be like, oh, there should have been something. I'm still totally going to be like, oh, I loved the anticipation and I like the like delayed gratification of like, yeah, not no, having it. I know, it in this, I know like, you like to write it. that too. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That so makes sense. I did enjoy, I enjoyed that they did. It wasn't like insta love. She still kind of hates, she still says she hates him. So it's great.
0: <laughs> yeah. That is fun. Yeah.
1: So I'm definitely getting a little bit. In in, at the point where I am in book two, I'm like, all right, let's like get this misunderstanding out of the way because I feel like it seems super obvious. It seems really obvious to me right now, and so I'm like, okay, this is just gonna bug me. Yeah, she's gonna keep talking about how she's betrothed to pride and she can never be with wrath and, but that she's gonna do it. I don't know. I'm just like, all right, let's just clear the air here, people. Clear the air because the misunderstanding thing is always annoying. So, yeah.
0: I you know it's funny, I feel like more and more I am really enjoying books where I just feel like the sense of relief when you think it's going to go one way and it's going to be this big angsty like huge misunderstanding and then it's not and then I'm like, oh thank god. Yeah. Like I I really like one of the books I'm beta reading right now. I was like, "Oh, I love that they didn't they could have easily made this some um, huge he's going to pull away now because it's dangerous for her and blah blah blah." And I'm like, you love her. He loves you you stick together and they do. And so I'm like, Oh, thank God. There's not (laughs) going to be like this, you know, 20 chapters of now at at book three, they're going to start going their own way. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, Yeah. I appreciate that too.
1: Yeah. I think like, maybe it's just like a thing of, as we get older, it's like, we don't want that. That mystery is not fun. Yeah. (laughs) That mystery just feels young. Yeah, no, I get it for sure. Um okay so anything you didn't like that you haven't already said? Um
0: no I think like I said I feel like this book was just it was such a struggle for me because I did like it but there were so many things that I just kept like stopping going wait what how is you know so I don't know I want to say I kind of want to listen to it again with like now that I've read through it and really try and understand it better but then I was like and I now that you know it's not in half- modern times <laughs> Yeah, and now, but I'm also like, I also listened to the first half twice already. So I'm like, do I really care enough? So maybe depending on what you say about the second book, if it's really good, I might, I might uh, start at the beginning and keep going through. Um, Because I'm very torn. I am torn. I didn't hate it at all, but I also am just like, I'm. I feel like I'm more frustrated to the point where I don't know if it's worth it for me to keep going because I don't want to keep being frustrated. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Okay. And what about you anything you didn't like no i mean i feel like i mentioned like a couple little things but i can't remember what they were that i already oh, okay. said um but i can't there was nothing i mean obviously i'm like super into it yeah, yeah, really yeah. excited that's like, why i was like oh maybe she has something no <laughs> i don't all right well the big question the big question did you see the antonio twist coming oh
0: my god right away i did <laughs> hands down again the whole thing with the monos like i was like okay people this feels so obvious to me (laughs) i
1: know i know but i still i didn't mind i didn't mind it i was like well yeah i I kept waiting for it to. i was like it's him it's him it's him like are we gonna figure it out yeah she
0: did kind of throw me towards the end he was missing or gone for a while Mm -hmm. i think and then i was like i guess i could have been wrong and then he was back i was like nah i knew i was right (laughs) i knew it was him Yeah. Um, so I just realized we didn't do our spoiler warning thing, but you know uh, what? I feel like people know by now what they're getting into. I
1: feel like people know by now. Okay, um, at the very end, uh, I I can, I can like, I think I can like rearrange. I don't know. No, don't don't. people. uh,
0: People know if people don't know. people know i mean this is episode 14 i feel like we'll put it we'll put something in you already put something in the show notes too right so you'll be fine fine.
1: um okay so do you have any predictions for later in the series so beyond my thing that i've already predicted Well,
0: I kind of, it's hard because I kind of have a feeling like I've read some reviews, so it's hard. I don't want to like, I have some ideas, but I think some of them are tainted. So I feel like I shouldn't say anything in case I ruin something for you. So, okay, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I i do have a couple, not not because they were explicitly stated, but because it started to click. Um, some things started to click, but, um, and you haven't mentioned any of it yet. So that's why I'm not, I, I probably shouldn't say anything. Okay. Just in case I'm right. Cause I don't want to spoil it for you. Cool. So yeah, I don't, um, but you, you had the one, did you have any other ones that he's the devil?
1: I think he's the devil. Um, not in the, like I use that boy. That boy's the devil. Boy, like, that that the boy the devil. <laughs> I think he's the literal devil. <laughs> Um, and there was this, like a minute where I was like, is Nona El Primo or whatever? La Prima or like the first switch? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm curious to see what happens with Nona's character. I'm like sensing that maybe she's not like the kindly old grandmother we've been led to believe. Yeah, she definitely has a backstory we don't really know about.
0: Mm hmm. She reminds me, her relationship with Amelia reminds me of the ants in uh, Discovery of Witches. Yeah. I kept getting those kind of vibes when they were, had scenes together. So, anyway. And then, will I keep reading the series? It really depends on what you report to me.
1: Okay. (laughs) But as of right now, probably not. All right. I'll let you know. Yeah. I'm glad that you haven't shut that door completely. (laughs) No, I'm in that, like
0: I said, this is, I'm very torn with this one. So that's why if you give me some, some, you don't have to tell me everything, but if you're like, you should totally listen, then I will give the second book a chance. And then if I'm still not sold, then I'm not going to keep going. Yeah.
1: I will say I am a sucker for a paranormal romance series that takes people to another world, like starts Mm -hmm. in our world. And then like they go into another world, be that like, Oftentimes it's a fairy realm these days, but. These days. These days. Like in A Discovery of Witches, they go back yeah. in time, you know. That's awesome. I um, love this too. In the Cassie Palmer series by Karen Chance, there's like a, I mean, like, I guess it's the fairy realm, but it was like pre Sarah J. Mass fairy realm. So it's like a little bit, it's like before that, the big wave of the last 10 years. So it's a little bit different. Um, there's the Ever After in Kim Harrison's series, which is also demons. Um okay. So yeah, so I'm I, yeah I'm just like a total sucker for when there's another realm to venture into. So I'm yeah, excited. That's cool. It's always fun to explore like another world with somebody who's from our world, you know, and is from seeing with it from their world. eyes. And- yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's so. totally true. So yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad you really liked it. I it's fun because I like it when there's books that we read that we don't necessarily have the same opinion on because it makes it more fun.
1: Yeah. I loved it. I was like, this is, I mean, it feels like a little bit um I wouldn't say like fast food, but like it's just definitely like it's not like heavy. Um although oh yeah it does, yeah it does have like some of the like Dante's Inferno stuff woven in, which is fun um it's not it's not like <laughs> high literature, which I don't ever read because I just fall asleep, <laughs> yeah so <laughs> yeah, definitely like I really it's yeah, it's just fun i I would recommend it, yeah. Stuff. Well,
0: it has amazing reviews, so people can just go and read a few and you'll know, get an idea. Of...
1: And the narrator sounds like Rachel Weiss, so yeah, the narration was great. I love the accents.
0: Like I said, the dramatics, like the theatrics the music and stuff, and were a little much for me,
1: but yeah, um, I mean, it's I th- fun when this begins, but they have it throughout the thing. And I, know, and so it, so I think it's just there. like, especially if you listen to a lot of audiobooks, it's just this is like different, and so it's like not what the music is not. Oh, well, so rarely hear audiobooks that
0: have- yeah and i think that's the problem is they play it in the, the most climactic moments you're like it's, it's jarring and you're just like okay well now i'm not in the story anymore because now there's mm-hmm. like creepy music playing in the background mm-hmm. and drowning it's out like,
1: voice it's like it's trying to bridge it's like it's trying to pull it into like the world of like cinema and tv and stuff and i feel like that's a different mm-hmm. part of the brain than reading and audiobooks activate the reading part of the brain which is like yeah. purely visualized in your imagination It it's like i think it crosses maybe for us big audiobook listeners it like crosses pathways that don't normally cross
0: yeah that's probably a really good point actually because we're we're using a very specific part of our mind to listen and process versus
1: yeah yeah anyway so any well, closing thoughts no,
0: I definitely think that if people um what would you compare like if you like this and this, then you would recommend this sort of thing. Because I I feel like a lot of people do enjoy this, so it's worth recommending. Um, even if you don't have my opinion on things, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't know. This is hard this is a hard one for me because I don't because it has the historical fantasy aspect. Hmm like i said it kind of gave me uh discovery of
0: witches vibes a little bit so i feel yeah, like in terms of
1: like the witch who has like doesn't use her the full extent of her power yeah she doesn't she really know her past yeah, yeah so there's a prophecy surrounding her there's um a lot of she has a lot of prejudices that have been given to her by the things she's been told mm-hmm. that are not necessarily the actual truth of the mm-hmm. world she's demonized things that don't necessarily need to be demonized even though these are actual demons <laughs> but yeah i could I could see there's a lot of parallels
0: well and uh, then matthew's character in discovery Witches. i mean he's supposed to be this like feared like old vampire and then mm-hmm. he treats her with the utmost care so i feel like her i feel like wrath and amelia's relationship obviously is different but it's kind of similar
1: yeah i also at some points i was like this is the, and and it's not similar at all but like in terms of the story or the relationship and he's like the opposite kind of person from Edward but i was like this, there there were some like twilighty oh beats yeah there were in there there were yeah there were definitely some twilight like story beats in there um but i'm trying to think like because because this first book did have like a very YA feeling and I don't usually read like YA fantasy. I feel like I don't necessarily have like the repertoire to compare it to. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> so um, I don't know.
0: All right. I was just curious. Yeah. I, I was, like I said, Discovery Witches came to mind, but other than that, nothing really. But again, I don't, again, I I'm the same as you. I don't have, like a whole catalog in my head to compare it to. So
1: yeah. And I know that there are there are a bunch of popular, like more historical um no, th- I never finished the series, but it was one that we had arcs of like back when we were working at the bookstore. And I want to say the first book, I'm pretty sure I still have it is Born Wicked. Um I really loved that first book. Um hmm. I don't think I re- I know the cover, but I don't think yeah, I ever read that one. It was a really pretty cover. Um but it, it was like a I, it's probably YA, but it was definitely like a witch girl kind of like situation. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I was just thinking of that one for some reason. I think because it was like a historical setting. So, yeah. and then there was that not, not demons or anything, but there was that series that you really liked the poison study.
0: Yeah. God, I really remember that one. It's been so long. I really liked that one though, a lot. Mm. I don't one. even remember. I only remember the only premise. The only thing I remember from that is this girl. I don't, it doesn't even matter. I don't want to miss say anything. I because I barely remember it, but I do remember enjoying that series for sure. Yeah.
1: So yeah. um, yeah. So I feel like I kind of failed on the other recommendations. So sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. Oh. I got you. I got one at least. <laughs> <laughs> um thank you so much for listening everybody don't forget to check out the show notes for the episode's links and book recommendations and uh for a link to the cover reveal uh for the raven queen and we will be back in a couple weeks to chat about our next adaptation which is persuasion by the queen jane austen and Mm -hmm. if you are enjoying the show we would love it if you left us a rating and or a a review on itunes or wherever you listen that allows for reviews um i think spotify does now maybe yeah
0: audible too i don't know anywhere else i'm sure they're every um, i'm sure everywhere does but
1: and don't forget to join the no shelf control facebook group that we are really making an effort to actually like post in more yeah i
0: posted in last week everybody yeah. so go yeah. check out my awesome post it's not really that awesome
1: <laughs> but you can still go check. It out. i'm sure it's super awesome <laughs> um it's super awesome so awesome and until next time Happy reading. Happy reading, everybody. (laughs) Stay out of trouble.